Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Ladivas of Chicago Catering, www.ledivas.com, is offering a 30% discount on all events of 100 persons or more, good until September 7th, 2015. Please visit our website at ladivas.com and call us today at 773 773- Five three six five four three two. That's seven seven three five three six five four three two. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All Black. All News. All You. Are you an educated decision maker? Hi, my name is Joseph Lee, and I've been a realtor for over thirty years, serving the Chicago land area. At Royal Crest Realty, we blend state of the art technology with old fashioned hard work to provide you with outstanding service. Having the right information along with having the best realtor in the city, you're going to get the best results in your search for affordable housing. Visit Royal Crest Realty at joleehomesonline.com where you'll find homes for sale priced for investors. That's joleehomesonline.com or call 773-392-1716. 773-392-1716. Do you have student debt? We offer neither debt refinancing nor consolidation. What we offer is student debt. For Saturday, July 25th, 2015, this broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. CBBN Business Journals will feature interviews with business owners and other innovators from around the world. We've completed almost 300 broadcasts since 2009, and we hope to interview you soon. And today we're featuring Philip Fairweather, President and CEO of Invention, Intention, Third Dimension. And we're going to talk, talk to him about uh, a program, a new initiative coming to Chicago high schools. Mr. Fairweather has counseled over 800 businesses and provided training for over 400 startups. And we certainly look forward to hearing about this new program. Now, we want you to know that all of our shows and our entire network have, from the very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory and spirit of Mayor Hare Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. We simply ask that you take a few moments to think back on the greatness in this man and his contributions to the city of Chicago. How do you remember Hare Washington? I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, now available on Amazon.com, and you can get your autographed copy of the Tough Questions at AskingOurselvesTheToughQuestions.info. I'm also a producer for this series, and we're very excited because we got a whole lot of new shows coming up, and founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Chicago's Black Business Network is a social media management and training organization. We are changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and be a part of all that we do. Joining us on CBBN Business Journals this morning is Philip Wearfeather. Fairweather. I'm going to get that right, Philip. Philip Fairweather, <laughs> President and CEO of Invention Intention Third Dimension. He invites you to envision high school students 
on Chicago's west and south sides, not only working on 3D printers, but building them. Now picture this as being the first step towards the development of a fully functional 3D maker lab in each school. And he's going to tell you what all that means. Invention Intention, Third Dimension, launched, launched on July 15, 2015 on Kickstarter.com. And the only one who can make this a reality is you. Okay? Now let's welcome Philip Fairweather, President and CEO of Invention Intention, Third Dimension, to the show. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me. Great, great. Uh, we're excited to hear about this, and we want to know all about this. But first, we want to know about you. Tell us who, tell our listening audience, who is Philip Fairweather? Well, uh, I'll start with saying how I got to Chicago. Chicago is actually my seventh city and second country that I've lived in, but I came out to Chicago in 1996 as part of the federal transition team that took over the Chicago Housing Authority. And my responsibility was to take public housing residents and help them start their own businesses and then contract with city, state, and federal agencies, as well as provide services to the general public. So during the three years that uh, I was there, we started uh, 143 businesses. We contracted uh, almost $78 million with 100% owned res resident-owned businesses, and we employed almost 5,000 people. So uh, we won national awards under the Clinton administration for Best Welfare to Work program two years in a row, and uh, it, that's what really uh, kick-started me, for lack of a better word, into social service. Prior to that, um, I was an inventor myself and invented a sports training product that built speed, endurance, and vertical jump and took that company uh, to its fruition and grew it and, and sold off the company. So um, after I left CHA, I started my consulting company and went over to the Urban League and developed their entrepreneurship program, which was uh, the precursor to Project Next, and then for the state of Illinois through DHS when Dr. Carol Adams was uh, secretary, and we ran youth entrepreneurship programs. So you're starting to see a theme here. <laughs> I've been uh, teaching entrepreneurship for quite a while and helping businesses launch all throughout the Chicago area. So um, as this evolved, I wound up coming back to CHA, but this time was running the Section 8 voucher program from uh, 2008 till 2010, and then left the workforce for a couple of years to take care of my mother, who passed at 92 and, uh, in 2012. And so I came back into the workforce last year, but while I was taking care of my mother, I went back for my MBA at the University of Illinois Urbana, and that's where I was first exposed to 3D printing. And being an inventor myself, and now having this knowledge of our social ills in our community, I saw an instant connection. And I've always felt that, you know, our communities are always left chasing a train that's already left the station. Like in the 90s, when we were talking about bridging the digital divide, we were dumping 286 and 386 computers with five-inch floppies into Cabrini Green and, you know, into our various neighborhoods and, you know, having our, our, our people catch up, but 
they caught up to that technology, which by the time they were proficient at it, it was obsolete and still couldn't really function in the workplace. So, you know, it's, it's a notorious scenario where the trash is dumped into our neighborhood and we're always lagging behind. So when I stumbled across 3D printing, um, I felt like this was a technology that was on a rise and uh, it had huge implications. So I feel like if we get on the front end of this bubble, uh, we can really uh, lead and penetrate a market and, and actually create a market for 3D printing and small business in our neighborhoods. Now these 3D labs are popping up all over the place, but there's no real structure, no real curriculum that goes behind it. And that's some of the things that, that we're looking to do with invention and tension and really take the talent of our population and give them something that they can blossom with and, and really grow in a direction that will create high-paying jobs, not just minimum wage, not just barely livable wage, but uh, opportunities that, that can really benefit the individual and the community as a whole. So that's a little bit about me and my background and, you know, the things that I'm interested in and that, that drive me and uh, my team. Hello? So I'll talk a little bit more about where we're going with invention and tension. Um, we'd like to set up a full production 3D lab. I'm, I, I've, I have access to 3D labs right now that have solely MakerBots. And MakerBots are low-end printers that print plastic, and they're nice for making little trinkets and toys and things like that. But we can't really make quality products out of them and, and real quality. So we're looking to raise money to get higher-end equipment where we can make quality products, uh, things like jewelry or home decor, uh, prototypes for manufacturers. Uh, a perfect example, one of my students from my entrepreneurs class that I'm running currently uh, came up with a Bluetooth baby seat buckle where if you get out of the car and you turn off the engine and you don't get the baby out of the seat in two minutes, um, it will page you. If you don't get it out in another two minutes, it will set off your car alarm. If you don't get it out in another two minutes, uh, it will call the police. Every summer you hear of a car getting stolen and there's a baby in the back. And the, the driver will pull over, ditch the car, call the police, and take off. They'll go up for Grand Theft Auto, but they're not going up for kidnapping. So um, we've also got a, a, a gentleman in our class who is developing, who's a baker, and is developing a, uh, a rolling pin that has interchangeable cookie cutters on it. So you can roll out the cookies and, and cut them while you're rolling out the dough, and then you can change them. So you can do Christmas trees for Christmas. You can do hearts for Valentine's Day, a variety of different things. What I've always seen in our community is that uh, all you have to do is expose us to something. And we'll come up with the ideas on our own. But if, you, if, if we don't have any idea that the technology exists, don't understand how it works, then nothing ever comes out of this. So uh, that's why we're trying to, to, to get a full production lab. Uh, as on, the side of on, on the side of rapid prototyping, 
uh, we've had manufacturers uh, ask us to prototype different things, and for 20 cents piece of plastic or 50 cents worth of plastic, we're able to charge upward of 200, 300, 500 dollars for for some of these. So there is an, a, a real opportunity with real margins uh, to be able to do some things. Wonderful, wonderful. You're listening to CBBM Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue. Our guest today is Philip Fairweather, President and CEO of Invention Intention Third Dimension. And Philip, believe me, I love it when I don't have to ask any questions. We had some technical difficulties there, people. <laughs> and Philip just, I think he went down my whole list of questions and answered almost every one. One of them. So. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. it, it it's well, I left a few things out, so I, I left some room for you to continue to ask. We just go give him the show, people. We can, we can just go on and do it. Um, we talked about, and we mentioned, and, you know, as we put this project out on Kickstarter, um, about how this reduces violence. Did you cover that, Philip? How you feel no. that... This is directly connected to reducing violence. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, it, it, it's, it's nothing new. It's not a, a simple form. It, it, it's not a difficult formula. If, if you give these kids something else to do, if you give them something that empowers them, if you give them a, a vision for a way out, they're less likely to get out. They don't want to be out there shooting. They're, they're out there shooting and getting shot at in a survival situation. So if, if, if you start to make things, as a matter of fact, um, uh, 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 one of the T-shirts that we have, it says invention, intention, third dimension on the front, and then 10 principles to reduce the violence on the back. And the first thing is make something. If you make something, your tendency to destroy things is is uh, less predominant. So, and when I say make things, it doesn't necessarily mean make something on a 3D printer. It can meet, mean make something on a 3D printer, but it can be make a documentary about your neighborhood, make an urban garden, uh, uh, bring some awareness to the, the the challenges that are occurring in your neighborhood and and trying to find some solutions. So, when you shift that mindset from from anger and frustration, which we all under, uh, understand why it's there. We're not saying that the anger and frustration is wrong because anybody in that situation would feel the same way. It's just that, you know, a lot of young people don't, uh, haven't even matured enough to be able to manage their emotions. So if you put something in their hands that, that gives them uh, a different outlook, a uh, different purpose, purpose for waking up every day, you have a greater opportunity to reduce the violence in in these underserved communities. Now, so that's so, really the uh, philosophy behind it. I got you. Now, and I hope that they got it too. Now, Philip, uh, first of all, I want you to tell our listening audience what is it that you want them to do, and then what we're going to do is we're going to go to the break, and then I want you to come back and talk to um, – some people who it should be most important to, well, not only the parents, but also people who graduated from these high schools. And what it is that you want them to do, the alumni of these schools that you're talking about, and how they can help make something happen, because they know it better than anyone, because they've had sure. the experience themselves. So uh, first of all, tell our listening audience what it is you want them to do. 
I would love for you to go to our Facebook page, but our but first and foremost our Kickstarter page under Invention Intention Third Dimension, and uh, uh, help us spread the word. If you're in a in a position where you can give five or ten or twenty or or, or thirty dollars please do because we're trying to raise the money to get the equipment. We've got a location. Um, we've got the lower end equipment and uh, we, we're trying to take it to the next level. So the two things that we can use are money and uh, spreading the word. So post it up on your Facebook page. Put it out on your Twitter account. Uh, let people know that this is something that we're trying to do. And when we come back from the break, I'll share with you the, the bigger long-term picture. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to CBBN Business Journals. Our guest today is Philip Fairweather, President and CEO of Invention Intention Third Dimension. And you can go to kickstarter.com, do a search for the name, and make a donation. Now we're going to take just a very, very short break to have a word from our sponsors, and we're going to be right back with you. Thank you for being with us. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Choosing a qualified realtor is a major decision. At A. Reed Realty, they utilize their thorough understanding of today's real estate market to ensure your complete satisfaction with your real estate investment. Whether you are buying or selling a home or even making your first real estate investment, call Cottrell Dyer first, a knowledgeable agent with over 10 years' experience in the industry. Call Cottrell Dyer first. S seven seven three four four seven eight seven five three. That's seven seven three four four seven eight seven five three. And choose A Reed Realty. For more than thirty years, they've been the realty company that Chicago can trust. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All Black. All news. All you. CBBN Business Journals wants to send out a special thank you to our newest sponsor, Ms. Lillian W. Clark, author of Praying for the Unsaved Millennials in Our Families, now available on Amazon.com. Ms. Clark believes that young people want to change the world and make a meaningful impact. This 24-hour prayer guide is designed to empower and sustain the millennial generation. Pick up your ebook copy of Praying for the Unsaved Millennials in Our Families today on Amazon.com. Chicago's Black Business. We're back, and you're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is CBBN Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're reaching out to business owners to join us and be a part of this journey. And if you're interested in being a sponsor, simply give us a call at 773-609-2226. That's 773-609-2226 for details. Let's welcome our guest back, Philip Fairweather, President and CEO of Invention Intention Third Dimension. We're going to get him back with us. Uh, Philip, are you with us? Yes, I'm here, Sonia. Okay. Now, let's, uh, if you would, take a few minutes to talk to the alumni and principals and the communities um, about this project and how it is that they can sincerely fill it and participate in it. 
and then uh, go forward and add what it is that you're going to do with these funds once they're collected? So, so the bigger picture is putting a skill set into young people's hands, and not yet just young people, adult, adults as well, because there's opportunity with this technology for all ages. But young people, you know, their minds are open to the possibilities much more than someone my age, even though that's not really what my friends say about me. Maybe it's because I, I have a childlike mind. <laughs> but um, working with some of these, these younger kids, for example, uh, we were running uh, some uh, elementary school kids through our Maker Lab, and they came, the, the first day, of course, as we all see them on their phones, on their phones, we had to keep telling them to put them down, put them away, put them down, put them away. Their attention span was very limited. By the second day, they were totally engaged, and they had come up with comic strip characters that we helped them design and uh, built, actually printed out these characters with moving parts. So now they were able to, to take this stuff back to their school, demonstrate what it is that they were trying to do, and it pushed them off into uh, uh, cartoon development. Okay, that, that's something that's, that's really simple right there. They started making keychains and just little trinkets and stuff that they could use around the house, which is the start of just being interested in something other than your telephone. All right, after that, uh, we start working with them on entrepreneurship. So, for example, if, if you're, so, so we challenge them how to, if, if you want to develop something 3D printing, it has to be something that you can sell. And then we start helping them figure out how to develop a business plan and what it takes to go into business. And then we kind of hide the pill in the applesauce a little bit. We say, okay, if you're going to sell to a customer, you have to understand how the customer operates. So let's see how do you operate do you and this is this is less about the elementary school kids but more about the the older kids getting ready to get out of high school how do you shop uh, do you cut coupons do you make a shopping list so we incorporate maker literacy entrepreneurial literacy and then consumer literacy in the program so not only are we teaching them team building entrepreneurship but we're teaching them how to be sustainable when they get out on their own. So, so um, you know, when kids get out on their own, they're not, they're not used to shopping. Their parents do everything for them. They're not used to uh, looking for a bargain, looking for a deal, uh, understanding economics and, and that sort of thing. So we weave all of this stuff into the curriculum. The, the curriculum was uh, originally started at the University of Illinois, and it was called Marketplace Literacy. It's being run in... 26 countries around the world, but in subsistence economies only. So the university came to me and said, hey, how can we adapt this curriculum for an American population? Because although we think we're in poverty, uh, when it comes to countries like Tanzania, Uganda, and, and Kalambur in India, uh, we Americans really have no clue until they're actually there and see it. And I have the, the privilege of being able to go into some of these tribal communities uh, just last year, and hopefully Tanzania this year. But so so the 
the ground game for the young kids that are going through school are to give them these skill sets that will get them to a point where they're more self-sufficient and develop their work ethic so that way when they get out of high school they have an idea or a direction or 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 have a sense that there's more out there for them because that's that's really what a lot of where a lot of the violence and and challenges in our community come from is that they don't believe that there's anything else out there for them so that's the kids that are that are uh, coming up and getting out. There's this gap once they graduate high school, between 18 and 24, where kids flounder. If they don't go to if they don't go straight into college, they're trying to find a job, but they don't have any skill sets. So they're sitting around, uh, getting a little bit older and a little bit older, and still don't have a job, don't have anything to put on their resume. And this technology gives them an opportunity to not only develop a skill set that is desirable in the workplace, but it gives them a look at entrepreneurship where they can work for themselves. I tell all my students, there's only two ways to earn a living, and that's work for somebody else or work for yourself. And this particular technology gives them an option in both of those areas because everything is being pushed towards advanced manufacturing now, um, where you're setting up a computer and the computer tells uh, the equipment what to do, what to make, what to print, that sort of thing. And now, there are. I don't know if you can hear me, but for some reason I've lost the ability to hear you. If you can hear me, please close out the show. Close out the show? Can you hear me now? Okay, so um, the, the technology gives us an opportunity to do that. So um, right now I'm working with the University of Illinois to develop the first accredited maker literacy curriculum in the world. And we should be done with that around the end of the year. NIU Engineering has partnered with us to offer up scholarships, engineering scholarships, for the kids that come through this, this uh, accredited curriculum. Now, the curriculum is specifically designed for lower income communities, lower literate communities, so that they can wrap their minds around it and really get a handle on it. Uh, early, and it's it's run as an after-school program, as an in-school program, or as a summer program, and it gives these kids an opportunity to uh, take the step to the next level. So right now we're trying to, like I said, raise money to get higher-end equipment. There are some maker labs that are sponsored by the cities that have $300,000 printers, so we don't need stuff that high. We need that intermediate uh, equipment between the low-end maker bots and the high-end object printers at 300,000. So right now we're on Kickstarter. We're trying to raise the money for that and build awareness. And we just uh, yesterday, if you go to the Kickstarter page, you'll see that the uh, American Legion has joined on as well because they'd like veterans to have access to this. So imagine a veteran taking a G.I. Joe doll, printing out an exact replica of his or her face, putting it on that G.I. Joe doll and sending it home to the family. Now the family's got an exact replica of their dad or their mom in uniform. Well, Philip, it appears that there is no limit as to what can be done with 3D printing technology. It's all very exciting. Uh, we're coming up on our last 60 seconds here. We know that you care, and this project needs your support. Go to kickstarter.com 
and do a search for Invention Intention Third Dimension and their page will pop right up. Make a donation because this cannot be done without you. Can you imagine 3D printing labs in South Side and West Side high schools? If you believe that technology can change lives and you know it can, then go to Kickstarter.com and make a donation today. Our guest today has been Philip Fairweather, President and CEO of Invention Intention Third Dimension. Follow them on Twitter at II3D Printing. They're also on Facebook. Just do a search for their name and you can stay updated on this project. You're listening to CBBM Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, Executive Producer. If you would like to sponsor one of our shows, give us a call, 773-609-2226. We'll be back again on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network next week, and we look forward to connecting with you. Thank you so much for being with us.